Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been airing a message entitled, The Law and the Dispensation of It. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, in this sermon continues to give us the clear scriptural teaching of the purpose and meaning of the law. In contrast to what many think, the law or the commandments of God are not given to us to get us to heaven. It's only through the grace of God and the forgiveness that's in Christ that we can be saved. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. God's going to set a jealous watch over your life because you're his peculiar treasure. And if he doesn't, I'm going to tell you something this morning, it's because you're not. Can I just let you in on a little clue? And this just isn't aimed at the young people, it's aimed at all you old people too. But I say it to the young people because sometimes young people will be in this church and they're here kind of against their will. They're in captivity. I don't see any here that look like that to me, but sometimes young people can be in church and they're in captivity. You say, why is that? Well, they're 14, 14, 15, 16, 12, 17 years old, and mom and dad said, you're going to church as long as you live under my roof. And they're not saved and they don't want to be there. And they're in captivity. They don't like it. They don't like it. And uh, so mostly this is directed to young people because they're in that situation. Usually when you get older, if you don't want to come to church, you don't come to church. Isn't that right? But there's some adults, they come to church and they don't like it. I've never been able to figure that out. Why would you go to church if you didn't like it? You must feel some other obligation or social responsibility or something. But either way, if you can just live any way you want and it never bothers you, when your life, never mind, comes into conformity with the will of God, doesn't even intersect it anywhere. And all you can say to preaching like this is, eh, doesn't he mind his own business? That doesn't apply to me. I can't see that. I've never been able to see that. And I don't know what he's looking at. I don't see that. You know, I think after a while when somebody keeps saying, I can't see, I can't see, I'd say you better get your eyes checked. You might be blind. Because if you're saved here this morning, God is going to set a jealous watch over your life just like he did the nation of Israel. Because he has a lofty, unique, exalted, and higher purpose for your life than he does the average guy walking down the street. So it doesn't bother him. God's not doing the same thing in his life that he's doing in your life. Well, you didn't chasten him. That's because he's not God's child. That's why God may chasten you for getting hardly out of the way when someone else is way out here. He's not, that person's not his child. It's not his concern. You are. You're going to heaven to live with him forever. This guy ain't. See the difference? Now, sadly, we've seen it before. And we'll see it again in the scriptures. They were tested. They failed. Israel marches into the promised land under a conditional covenant. No sooner are Moses and Joshua dead than the covenant is broken. And this pitiful story is drawn out through the book of Judges. And finally, the inspired writer in Judges 21, verse 25, in those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right 
in his own eyes. The theocracy becomes an anarchy upon rejection of the word of God. The law of human collapse comes into play again, and this dispensation ends in failure. Lastly, what are we left to then? If the primary purpose of the law was a stopgap between the promise given to Abraham and the, and the unconditional covenant and the fulfillment of it in Christ, what's its present function? We would say to you this morning, those that come up to you and say, yeah, you can believe on Christ, but you've got to keep the law in order to be saved or stay saved or keep the Sabbath. We know they're wrong. But then it begs the question, what is the purpose of the law today? Twofold. Number one, morally. Morally. Folks, you're not saved by keeping the commandments. But God says, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man soweth. That shall he also reap. We're under grace. We're saved by grace through faith. But I tell you what, you run around breaking those Ten Commandments and you're going to pay the price. The moral imperative and the results and the judgment upon breaking those laws is still in place. Now, we're not under ceremonial law. We're not under ceremonial law. We're not keeping the Sabbath that was given to Israel for a specific purpose, not to Gentile Christians in the body of Christ. We're not here worried about if we got uh, mingled fabric. I don't know if this is mingled fabric. I don't even know what it is. I'm not worried about planting my garden with mingled seed. Circumcision is not a religious issue. It was with Israel under the law. Those ceremonial issues are taken care of. They were nailed to the cross. The penalty of our breach of the moral law was nailed on the cross. But folks, we live by a higher law now. No Christian should be walking around with a list saying, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not. Oh, God, please help me today not to kill somebody. Oh, Jesus. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, keep me from committing adultery. I'd like just to get through one day without doing that. <laughs> thou shalt not steal. Lord, I cleaned out my neighbor's garage across the street, but help me with the guy next door. He doesn't suspect a thing, and I... You know what Paul said in Romans? He said, we operate by a higher law, the law of love. Because the Lord loves me, I love him. And I don't mind obeying his commandment to love others. In fact, I want to love others. Because I love them, I'm not going to do those things to them. I don't have to walk around with a list. But be warned, if you break those laws on that list, you pay the price. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. You say, well, preacher, I'm under grace. Yeah, you won't go to hell for him. But you'll pay the consequences in this life. And you could lose all your rewards in the next. Lastly, take your Bibles and turn to Galatians chapter 3 and Romans 5, and we'll close with this. Something we need to keep in mind as we seek to fulfill our greatest purpose for being left here after we trust Christ as our Savior, and that is to bring others to him. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 24. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by what? Faith. Not by keeping the law, but after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by what? Faith in Jesus Christ. The law was our schoolmaster. 
I would sin, and the law would say, you've sinned, Rick. I'd violate this commandment, I'd violate that commandment, and those commandments would speak back to me and say, Rick, you violated them. James calls them a mirror, and I would look in that mirror, and I didn't like what I saw. But the good news is this, Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 20. Moreover, the law entered that the what? Offense might abound. 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 In my face. At some point in my life, my sin was in my face. I'd been able to put it behind me. I'd been able to ignore it. I'd been able to anesthetize my conscience for so long, but at some point, my sin was in my face. And I, be, I believe between Christians praying for me and the Spirit of God convicting me according to the Gospel of John of sin, righteousness, and judgment and of the law just magnifying my sin, entering and making my offenses abound, I finally came to the place that where sin abounded, grace did what? Much more abound, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. There's the good news. Old Dr. Law could diagnose you. You're in trouble. Couldn't save you. But the good news is he'll send you to Dr. Grace. Dr. Grace has got the cure. Where sin abounded, Grace did much more abound. Just as my sins were magnified, and as David said, over my head, too many for me. Grace was that much more effectual of taking off the load and relieving the guilt and freeing the chains and dropping the shackles and letting me now live unto God instead of being a slave to sin. The law still has a purpose. Not to be followed and kept in order to get to heaven, but to magnify the sinfulness of a lost man so that when the gospel is presented to him, he'll say, I need that. I need that because I failed. I failed. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to the conclusion of a message entitled, The Law and the Dispensation of It. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has done an excellent job of giving us the clear Bible teaching of what the law is and how it relates to us as Christians. With all of the confusion of religion today in regard to salvation, it becomes absolutely essential to define what the law and the commandments are for, and that biblical salvation is only by the grace of God when a sinner places his faith in Christ. Today, if you're without Jesus Christ, then the Bible says that you're lost and on your way to hell. But you don't have to be. We encourage you to place your faith in Christ for salvation. If we can be of any help, please call us today. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho. 83642 and our phone number is area code 208-888-4545 our webpage address is www.tvbc.org Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church we hope you'll join us again on Monday as Pastor Rick DeMichael will once again take us through a study of God's Word 
We also welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.